verses 1 to 10. So Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowds. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, He's begun to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So shall we pray as we reflect on this story together. Father God, uh, thank you that you see each and every one of us. Even when we're hiding up a tree, we are not far from your sight. Lord, we pray that you would speak to us this morning, that you would search after us and bring us back to you. Amen. Amen. So today is the start of a season called Advent. Uh, and Advent, the word, English word Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus. So I'm assuming all of you know Latin pretty well. What does Adventus mean? Anyone? Anyone? Sorry, there was someone. Yeah, absolutely. Ad is to, and venio means to come. So it's coming towards. It's a coming to. Whose coming is it? Santa's? Well done. Fantastic. Well done. Advent means coming. It's about the coming of Jesus. It's a, it's a time when we get ready for Christmas, not just stocking up on food and drink for those big parties, not just buying and, and wrapping and hiding presents for people, not just writing and sending Christmas cards to family and friends. Advent is also a time of getting our hearts and our minds ready for Jesus' coming. But why did Jesus come? Why is Christmas such good news? Why is it worth us spending all this time and effort celebrating? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be uh, exploring as a church over these next few weeks as we throw sheep around. <laughs> you see, there are, there are lots of places in the New Testament where we're told why Jesus came. And sometimes Jesus is saying them himself, like in our story today. Other times, it's one of Jesus' friends and early followers saying, he came to dot, dot, dot. But either way, the hope of what we're going to be doing over these next few weeks is that we experience more of that good news of his coming for ourselves. And so today, we are looking at the story of the wee little man. Any of you know that song, Zacchaeus was a wee little man? It's a few nods, some people not willing to admit it. 
Now, apart from being very short, there's something else that's really important to know about Zacchaeus. Nobody likes Zacchaeus. Why? Well, it wasn't because he was very short. It was because he collected taxes. Well, why would that mean that people didn't like him? Sorry, Les. This is, I know that you worked for HMRC in the past. This isn't just about working for HMRC. I mean, no one does like paying taxes. Not even today. So can I get a boo for that? Boo! Okay, you obviously like paying taxes a lot more than I do. Okay, right. But more than that, nobody liked Zacchaeus because he was a cheat, collecting money, more money from people than they owed. So he would go up to people and say, what? Your tax bill this year is 15 pounds, but since you're such a good customer, make it 25. And we'll go up to you and say, well, your tax bill this year is 10 pounds, but there's a handling fee, so let's make it 15. And he would do that one to another. So he was cheating people out of more money than he should have been getting. So can we get another boo? Boo. But if as if collecting taxes and taking more money than he should have done wasn't enough, Zacchaeus was collecting taxes for the Romans. I didn't even need to prompt you that time. That's right. These people who had invaded Israel, who had taken charge of their homeland, Zacchaeus was working for the enemy. Boo. That's pathetic. There we go. I think there was a moo in there. Who brought the cow? Well, one day, Jesus came to town. And Zacchaeus had heard a lot about Jesus. Everyone was talking about this man who could make blind people see and deaf people hear and those who couldn't walk leap, run, and jump for joy. So he decided to try and get get a clip try and get a glimpse of him when he came to town. Except there was a problem. You see, lots of other people had the same idea. So there was a huge crowd of people everywhere. And he was, well, he was too short to see over them. And frankly, no one wanted to let him through because nobody liked Zacchaeus. But Zacchaeus was so desperate to see Jesus that he climbed up a tree. Now, it had been a long time since he last climbed up a tree, so it wasn't a particularly elegant sight, but he didn't care. Now he could see Jesus. But then, as Jesus was walking down below, he stopped and he looked up to the tree where Zacchaeus was. And he said, Zacchaeus, come down right now. I've got to stay at your house today. Well, Zacchaeus was so surprised, he nearly fell off his branch. How did Jesus know his name? And why would Jesus want to come to his house? Didn't Jesus know who he was? Well, with questions whirling around his brain, Zacchaeus Zacchaeus climbed down at once and took Jesus home. And the crowd didn't like it at all. They started grumbling to one another. What's Jesus doing? 
Doesn't he know who Zacchaeus is? He's gone to the house of the worst person in town. Why don't you try having a, having a grumble of your own? Think of something. Get it out. Come on. Have a, have a grumble against Zacchaeus. I think there were some pirates in town. Well, they weren't happy. But Zacchaeus stood up in front of Jesus loud enough for everyone to hear. Lord, I'll give half of everything I have away. And everyone I've ever cheated, I'll pay back with interest. And the people, they're all utterly stunned. What's come over Zacchaeus? He's like a brand new person. And then Jesus says, today, salvation has come to this house. Zacchaeus too is part of God's family for the Son of Man. Jesus' favorite way of talking about himself came to seek and save the lost. So if any of you have been hearing, this question should be really easy. Why did Jesus say he came? Praise the Lord. (laughs) Okay, whether you can read or whether you're listening, either way, praise the Lord. So what does that mean? He came to seek and save the lost. Well, the reason Jesus came was to go out looking for people who are living their lives far from God and to bring them into God's family. And if ever there was someone who was living a life a long, long way from God, then surely it was Zacchaeus, wasn't it? He turned his back on God, on God's people. He cheated and stole from people. He made himself very, very rich while other people struggled to have enough food to put on their tables for their families. Now, sometimes we can think that God is only interested in perfect people. Do you think that's true? Okay, there are a few people who don't think that's true. Well, Jesus didn't come for perfect people. He came for people who aren't good enough for God. He came for people who were living lives that weren't the kind of lives that God wanted for them. He came for people like Zacchaeus. And the Bible says that we are all like these lost sheep that Jonah is putting in the sheepfold. We are all like lost sheep. Some people say that the Bible is the story of humanity's search for God. Well, actually, it's the other way around. It's the story of God's search for humanity. And it's a story that that comes to its fullness in Jesus, the Jesus who comes to seek and save the lost. Because, you see, Jesus didn't come to make good people slightly better. He came to bring people far away from God, close to God. He came to help those who couldn't help themselves. He came to make people who were spiritually dead, spiritually alive. He came to bring salvation to every Zacchaeus in the world. Remember what Jesus says. Today, salvation has come to this house. So let me ask you a question. Do you think 
that it is any coincidence that the day salvation came to Zacchaeus' house was the day that Jesus came to his house. No. Because that's what salvation is. Salvation is when Jesus comes to your house. That's what it means to be saved. And that's why sharing our faith is about more than just trying to get people to set foot in church. That's great. Because salvation isn't when we walk into church. Salvation is when Jesus walks into our lives. And of course, I hope and I pray that that happens at church. But rather what I'm saying is that it's meeting with Jesus that changes people. It's not coming to church. And so this morning, I just want us to reflect on this story together. And I suggest that there are one of three ways that we can take this to heart. So many of us, most of us here this morning, I imagine, are here because Jesus sought you and saved you. He went looking for you. Jesus is all about seeking and saving the lost. That's why he came. That's what he says. It's the family business. So if you're part of the family, are you part of the family business? Found people find people. Are you finding people and helping to connect them with Jesus also. And this is a great way of doing it. Another pluck. But then when Jesus came into Zacchaeus' life, everything changed. He stood up and declared before everyone that his old life, that has to go. He was giving half of all his things away, repaying everyone four times over what he cheated out of them. And so do you see, this is perhaps the second group of people that this story might speak to this morning. Because Jesus didn't leave Zacchaeus in his sin. He didn't leave Zacchaeus in his old way of life. Jesus didn't come into Zacchaeus' life to allow it to stay the same. He didn't say, Zacchaeus, I love you just the way you are. Don't change a thing. In fact, let me bless you in cheating people. He doesn't say that. No, some of us here this morning perhaps need to let go of cherished sins. Some of us here this morning may need to see that there is a new way of life with Jesus that means letting go of some of the things that we've held on to for a long time. And then I think there's possibly a third group of people here this morning. And some of you are like Zacchaeus. Not necessarily because you're the most hated person in town, although it could be. But you're up a tree. And you're looking at Jesus from a distance. And just as Jesus called Zacchaeus by name, so he's calling you by name. Mary. Jonathan, David, Sandra, calm down. I've got to come to your house today. 
Jesus wants to come into your life. So for some of us, the question is, are we going to climb down the tree and let him in? When Jesus called Zacchaeus, he climbed down at once and welcomed him into his home. And so there might be some of us here this morning who have never actually let him in for themselves, who have been looking at him from a distance but never opened the door of their hearts and said, come in. And maybe for some of you, today is the day. Zacchaeus climbed down at once and welcomed Jesus in. So if you hear Jesus' voice calling you, don't delay. Let him in today. And so I'm just going to pray for us now. And especially this prayer might be particularly for those who who are in that third group, who have been looking from up a tree at Jesus, but who have never taken that step of opening the door of their hearts and saying, come in. And that could be for you if you're 88, or 8, or 4, or 44. Age isn't an issue. And it might be for the first time, it might be that you have wandered away and you need to come back. And so if you want Jesus to come into the house that is your life, I just want to encourage you to make this prayer your own. So let me pray for us. Jesus, thank you that you came to seek and save the lost. Like Zacchaeus, I am lost without you. I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong in my life and I ask for your forgiveness. And like Zacchaeus, I want to turn away from everything that I know is wrong. I leave those wrong things behind me to become a new person with you. Please come into my life by your Holy Spirit and change me from the inside out. Make me part of your family. Amen. 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 And so, if there, are, if there is anyone here this morning who has prayed that for the first time, please can I encourage you to speak to someone about that. Uh, please speak to me about it, or a friend, if you've come with a friend, or uh, someone uh, else that's wearing one of these landlords, uh, the prayer ministry team, we would love to pray with you and support you uh, in that journey, if you've asked Jesus into your heart and your house today. Uh, and for others of us here, perhaps one of the ways we want to respond is just by rededicating our lives to, to joining in with him in finding people. And we can feel God stirring in our hearts uh, that desire to share our faith. Uh, but some of us might be scared, we might be shy. And so if you'd appreciate someone to pr- come alongside you and pray for that boldness to share Jesus with others, again, we'd love to pray with you. So we're going to respond now. Uh, and the way that I'm suggesting that we're, we're, we're gonna, we might like to do this is just that hopefully as you came in, I haven't got one on me, um, but hopefully, as you, as you came in, you received one of these uh, very high-tech sheep. Um, 
And what I just want to encourage us to do, we're going we're gonna to hear a, a song playing in the background as we do this. I just encourage us on, on the sheet just to write the name of five people that we are praying that Jesus would seek and find. Five people who don't yet know Jesus personally for themselves. And then once you've done that, uh, sorry, I should say there are pens at the back on the table at the back, there are pens here. And then once you've done that, if you just want to fold it up and put it into the plate uh, over here, just as a way of, of, of offering them and holding them before God and asking God to draw these lost sheep to himself. So, so that's what we're going to do. So like I said, we're going we're to hear a song playing in the background. If you'd like to do that as a way of responding to what we've thought about today, please go about it as we hear the song.